Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. It's Annalena here and today I have an amazing guest. Her name is Heather Wickery and I'm very excited to have you. Thank you. Yes and I'm gonna just read your bio and then we're gonna have an amazing conversation. So Heather is a global leader and transformational success coach that helps people leverage their fears into intentional bravery. I love that. A celebrated public speaker, Heather inspires audiences and supports others with the tools they need to live empowered, bold, joy-filled, and successful lives. She's a best-selling author and the host of two podcasts, Was a Chance, I was on there, or I'm going to be on there, depending when this episode comes out, and the, <laughs> right? and the Brave Fires. Heather is an achiever of unrealistic dreams, and she's here to help you break the rules and finally belong to yourself. And in human design terms, she's a one-three beautiful splenic projector. So happy to have you. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, we had the privilege of having you on Was It Chance? And I, I don't know when this episode's gonna air. So it might you might beat us to it, but it's coming out in August for sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm so honored that I get to flip the script and join you for your show, which I so enjoy. And anytime I can be talking about how human design supports us in living our best lives i'm here for it yeah i love it yeah i think actually it's coming out on the 29th i think alan was you actually sent me an email i still have to reply to it so. yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah why don't you tell us uh, a couple of uh, insights about the was it chance podcast because you're doing it with another person together right yeah so i co-host that show with my friend alan seals alan is the uh, co-founder of broadway podcast network and we met in the podcasting world um it's a kind of a really random story we both had our own solo shows and we ended up sitting at a table together and started chatting and instantly like there was just you've if you've met people like that right where you're like oh this person is is meant for me like we're mm -hmm. going to be best friends and we went out to dinner with a big group of people and i looked across the table at him and i was like did we just become best friends he's like yes I think so. And then we were literally attached at the hip from there on. And at one point I was like, oh, I have this idea for this podcast I want to start. He was like, yeah, let's do it. And three months later, we had Was It Chance, which is the podcast about taking intentional risk for creative success, which is exactly what we did. And mm -hmm. uh, we're kind of a funny little matchup. He's a, a goofy tech theater nerd, uh, married to a woman with two kids. And I'm I'm not a tech nerd. I am a theater nerd, but you know, I'm a lesbian single mom of four and uh, it just works. We have a lot of fun together. I call him my podcast husband and we really enjoy the show. Yeah. He's really fun. I know. I, I mean, I was there <laughs> with both of you. It was such a, I highly recommend anybody to listen to the episode. and um, yeah, it's the was a chance podcast whenever it's coming out. I believe it's August 29th. We'll, we shall yes. see going yeah. with the flow of life. Right. So Awesome. Let's dive in. So human design, you know, mm. as you know, that's a huge topic with my audience. So when did that find you? I always like to say it found you. And what did that do for you? Yeah, it did find me. And I remember that moment really clearly in my life. So I will give a shout out to my friend, Lee. She is also a coach. And we were at, again, the, the serendipity here at a podcast conference. We were at She Podcast. 
And Lee and I were co-presenters in leading a session at the She Podcast Conference. This was two years ago, I think, um, October, mm-hmm. two years ago. And it was the last day we were just sitting around and we were talking and she kind of offhandedly said something about human design. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Mm. And she was like, oh, Heather, you're going to love this. So, you know, she guides me through pulling my chart right there. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. And I start exploring and I discovered like the, yes, this really feels good. It really resonates. So, you know, the, the number one limiting voice that I have had in my life as a professional, as an adult is you don't work hard enough. You lazy mm. SOB. Everybody's out here hustling and what you need a nap. Like what is wrong with you? And it wasn't until I understood what it meant to be a projector that I could say, I'm not supposed to work that hard. I am supposed to rest and lean into myself. And I could all of a sudden I had language. I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? But mm. I had language that allowed me to be gentle with myself, to give myself grace and self-compassion. Mm. And um, like all the rest of you, right? As soon as you know a little bit, every conversation I had, I'm like, mm, I wonder what your human design is. I wonder what that's going to be. Mm. And then um, about a year and a half ago, I saw a certification program come up and I, I'm splenic. So mm. for those of you who know, it was like instantly, I was like, I don't know why I need this, but I need this. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm going to get certified in human design. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really anticipate using it in my work. And like, that's the funniest thing ever, right? Like the universe does whatever Mm -hmm. it wants. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I work just along for the ride. So um, I use it all the time. It's now I do custom readings and I, it's part of, so my, my group coaching experience is called the incubator. Everybody gets their own in-depth custom reading. We, I show them how to utilize their own human design for their own happiness, well-being, sales to build their business, all that fun stuff. And um, it just changes the way I do everything in my life. It changes the way I see myself and choose how to behave for myself. It changes the way I parent. It changes the way I coach because I can customize that Mm. to everyone individually. Uh, The other thing I was just telling somebody about this the other day that I am so grateful for is having this language has allowed me to be so much more patient and understanding and forgiving across the board, because I no longer think, well, why don't they know how to do that? Or why don't they agree with me? Or Mm -hmm. why don't they act the way I would act? Because I now have language to say, because we all do this life thing very, very differently. Mm -hmm. And I'm more investigative in that way. So that was a long answer to your question. But I remember sitting outside in in a hotel in Scottsdale. And my friend Lee said, I'll have to send this episode to her, said, oh, you're going to love human design. And that moment changed my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, similar for me. One of my friends, Alexandra, she also like, hey, we had this thing in this coaching program. Everybody's talking about it. You need to check it out. And like I say, it was one of those moments. And just want to kind of reiterate, because when you were saying that, you know, with the resting, because I mean, as a projector, of course, even more so, right? Because you have the undefined sequel. But like, even for me, I'm a manifesting generator. And for me, it was learning about the defined will center. I also need consistent rest, right? In a, a different way, like, then it is going to play out for you. But the thing is, all humans need rest. We are not designed of to course. just work hard our butts off, right? And it's <laughs> kind of funny that we need something like human design, right? To actually like, yeah, you have been feeling right it's true like we and that's why i find human design is such a gift i think we all have been sensing for so long this is not how it's supposed to be yeah we are so like this belief is so ingrained you have to work hard and now we are just in a different time and what a gift that the universe god souls however you want to call it like gave this to us humans to like oh yeah we were on the right yeah. track. It's just we we need yeah. that little confirmation piece. And it's really like a shortcut, right, for us to get out of the conditioning oh, yeah. a little bit quicker and not, you know. And that's also why there are lots of people in the world that totally live their most fulfilled, 
aligned life and they don't know nothing about human design because they have the courage to fully trust themselves right and you and i we need a little like tool like human design that gives us that little wake up aha moment which is also great right there's nothing wrong with that and uh, yeah it's just and like you say with the coaching like I have done so many coaching certifications in the beginning, right? Like for years. And then (laughs) I have to be honest, since I learned about, it's a combination of the energy healing work and human design for me, right? They really go together. But all the stuff that I learned before, like I'm not using it at all. Like all these like scripts, how to coach, what to do and all the things and the systems and, you know, it all goes back to my intuition, my my deep yeah. listening skills, especially conscious sign of the 13, right? The gate of listening. And the transformation is triple or a thousandfold for people because we can customize it. It's like, I totally get it when people behave a certain way and that's aligned and that's normal for them, right? Yeah. And for me, it gave me the compassion that, or understanding that I finally understood why certain things never worked for me. Yes. <laughs> oh, and that yeah. was like, oh gosh, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of confirmation. Inevitably, every time I do a custom session, um, my clients feel validated and mm. you know, all of these things that they thought they'd always been told they should do or they shouldn't do or they were wrong, especially the manifesting generators, right? When mm-hmm. I say to them, you're not designed to finish everything you start. They're like, what? Are what? You, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, try all the things, have fun with all the things. You're going to take what you need. So when I hear you say all those certifications, I'm like, that makes perfect sense because you pull out those resources whenever you need to pull out those resources. But mm. listen, I love a good certification <laughs> program. I'm currently in a certification program to get certified in NLP and EFT. And I know you do mm. FT as well. And um, hypnosis, which I'm super excited mm. about. I don't know where any of this is going to go. I just, you know, I'm a good one three. I need to know. Mm. I want to learn. I then will have to talk about it. And mm the right thing will show up. So I'm just trusting. I'm just trusting that knowing this is the right direction. Mm. It is fun. I do love to learn. Yeah, no. And that's the other thing, right? Like there are lots of things out there, right? They are good for one person and they may not be a fit for another person. It's just like, I find like I no longer make decisions based from, I feel like I'm not good enough and I need this, like energetically needing it. Like, I, I won't be able to do what I want to do without this, right? Or like from fear of never going to be successful unless I have this extra super skill that everybody's talking about, right? Yeah. But here you you come from your body's desire. Your body is like, ooh, this is for me. I don't yeah. know why. And this could be a very technical certification. It could be whatever it is, right? Yeah. And it just gives us this freedom that, you know, you do your thing. You do you, yeah. I, I do me. Sometimes we do the same, sometimes completely different. And we're an acceptance of all of it, right? Instead of telling the world, like, this is the one way to go. And we're all like robots and very, very boring, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love that. I love that about all of these modalities, um, and especially human design, is that we are there is not one right way to do it. There are lots of ways to do mm. it, whatever it is. And finding what works best for you. you know, my The headliner on my website says, I'm here to help you break the rules. And mm. I really feel that completely. Like, what does that mean? The most of the rules were designed, first of all, let's be honest, for a straight white man. And second of all, um, in a patriarchal society, that's not speaking to us. So if those mm. rules are holding you back, keeping you stuck, making you feel small, not allowing you to hear your own voice or your own intuition. We need to break them. And what does that mean? And and how do we, because we all break them in different ways. And that's really mm. how I support clients. That's the key component of what we do in the incubator and, um, and, you know, in a small intimate cohort, because 
we kind of have to learn how to do that in a way that's most aligned for us. And it's not, you can't just like push a button or subscribe to a, you know, webinar series and get the answers. It's, it's self-work. Yeah, no, I love that. And I would love to ask you because you're, you're, so you're a projector, right? And with projector, there's always this thing like, or what I perceive from kind of watching people that I talk to and I listen to, it's often just like, I can't do anything because I have to wait for an invitation, right? So, and (laughs) I have to reiterate myself over and over again, the wait for invitation is for the really big things, like a new relationship, a whole new business endeavor or relocating in a different country or something like that. That's what the invitation is, the recognition invitation is for, right? But like to put on a program or to reach out to somebody because you intuitively had the nudge. I think people often yeah. misunderstand this. Like I would love to hear your experience with that and yeah, how this invitation works for you, but then also, okay, living in the moment because right, if you can't do anything because that's not what it means, right? Oh, I have to sit on the couch yeah. and somebody has to come to me <laughs> so I can talk. Like, that's oh. not what it means. <laughs> Sometimes I wish it were. I'm like, I, like, I can just lay here and read a book. It'd be great. <laughs> no. Um, I think some of the things that have really helped me understand about that invitation piece is, first of all, that people can't invite you if they don't know you're there. So it's not mm-hmm. that exactly. you shouldn't show up. We have to show up. And where I constantly find myself evolving and growing is in what that showing up looks like. Mm-hmm. And it isn't for me right now. And this seems to be working. If you have any thoughts, I'm open to hearing them. It isn't showing up and telling people what they should do. It's showing up and telling people what I'm doing and what I know and what I'm working on. And then if it lights them up, whatever their authority is, whatever their intuitive magic is, Mm -hmm. then they will reach out to me. And that's where that invitation comes back. So it's, um, it's continuing to show up. In fact, I just put, I love threads. I love threads. Oh, you do? Cool. Potentially problematic, but uh, (laughs) I just posted on threads this morning that my work this week was in surrendering and continuing to show up. How do those things match? Well, it's not the how. It's not knowing every step of the process. I don't have all the information. I'm going to let all that part go and I'm just going to show up and I'm going to talk and I'm going to engage. And when something feels like it lights me up and it feels like a good opportunity to encounter and connect, I'm going to say yes. And if it doesn't, I'm going to sit back. If, If it means shut it down and take a nap, we're going to do that too. Like I need to show up for myself in whatever way feels connected. So that invitation can feel tricky, I think, but it's Mm. not an invitation to be, to hide. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to hide. Yeah. So yeah, let me share my reflections on this because I loved, it. actually took this sentence that you said, I think that's going to be an Instagram post. People right. can't invite you if they don't know you're there. I mean, that's yeah. that's powerful. And I, I want to say something. This applies to everybody. We are actually learning this from the projector type. I, I always feel like, because that's one thing with human design, we're putting the types often in boxes, right? I see this so much. Oh, no, but you are this type. You can only do it this way. Or, no, this invitation is only for projectors. Well, guess what? I'm a two for profile, for example, right? Two for a profile is just like a projector. Yeah. So, yep. and yes, I have in the moment kind of things, right? Where I, I have intuitive nudges and I go about my day. The more present we are, the better it usually works, right? The same for you, right? So what you were saying, I love this, where you said that, you know, it's not about what other people, what they should be doing, because this is this advice giving. And this is, if we look at the human design chart, most energies in the chart are projected energies. So yeah, especially that um, 17, 62, 18, 58 kind of channels and energies, because that's about like, that's the people that tend to push people away if they just tell everybody what they should be doing. Even if you're a generator and you have some of these ideas, it's going to repel people left and right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, of course, anytime we tell people what to do without their permission. Yeah. 
there's going to be resistance. Yeah. So if you are just, because like you say, people need to know that you are there. So the more you, that's about the, you have to recognize yourself before somebody else recognizes you. Right. Yeah. It's kind of a similar dynamic in relationships, right. Where we, where we, we say, which I also have to put a little side note to it. Like, when you truly love yourself or when you honor and respect yourself more, you're also going to receive more respect from your partner. Right. Or with it. And sometimes it's also, of course, when we tell people like, Oh, you need to love yourself first before somebody else loves you. But also sometimes we need to just receive some love to learn to love ourselves. Right. So, yeah. But um, it's that if we are not able to recognize ourselves, right. And that's a process. This is not something like, yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna choose to recognize myself and I never doubt myself ever again. <laughs> or just like... <laughs> feel like an imposter. I mean, we're humans, right? But it's yeah. exactly about this like, share with the world what you're up to, what you're excited about, how you're taking care of yourself, how you're not buying into the work your butt off paradigm anymore, whatever it is. Yeah. And, yeah. but like you say, you gotta show yourself somewhere or speak your truth wherever it. Yeah comes about right and then eventually and especially the less you are looking for it or need it there's work in that <laughs> yeah it's it's coming your way right um yeah and i i think it's just beautiful because that's that's really not only for the projectors right that's for every human you know when we're yeah. too much even a manifester can have a lot of projected energy in that child and that's why it's so sure. important to to have um, always a look at the entire chart. So yeah, I love this. And and also, I mean, you're a splenic projector, right? So one, and I'm actually, I'm looking at your chart right now. So you have the 1658 channel and the 1156. So it's kind of a mental projector and a splenic projector in one. So yes. you, can, you can relate a lot with this, the mental projector, can't you? I can, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, absolutely. You, you have the Ajna connected to the throat. And naturally, you need to talk things out. If you don't talk your stuff out of your head, it's sometimes <laughs> it, it's going to be very hard for you to tune into your cleaning authority because the mind tends to be kind yeah. of stronger, like kind of distracting us from the cleaning intuition. So for you to tune into your authority, it's actually super powerful to like have a have somebody just to bounce off whatever is you're not asking for advice it's more like a sounding board. that's it yeah that's it and it's funny because um I have learned to use that language with whomever I need to but specifically with my partner because she's a mm-hmm. problem solver she wants to I'll say something and she's got ways to fix the problem mm-hmm. with the air quotes right away and so I try to say in advance um, I don't need a solution I just need to talk this through mm-hmm. can, can you just listen um, there's nothing wrong with, she's a manifester. So there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to solve problems, but that doesn't always help me. Mm. And if I do need help solving a problem, usually I can say, yeah, um, yeah. can you think through the options with me? Let's look at this. But typically I can come up with my own answers if I take mm-hmm. the time I'm, and I'm honest with myself, but yeah, for sure. Speaking it out loud. I mean, I can tell, you know, the splenic authority is a fascinating one because in ev- you know, it's, it's this deep rooted anthropological sense of well-being and mm. somebody at one point said to me there's is only a no and i don't know that i agree with that i'm really curious to hear your opinion like your spleen goes off when something's bad for you when it's not the right it's not going to keep you alive um but I can tell that I get a deep intuitive hit. That's a yes. It feels like waves of goosebumps. It starts at the top of my head and it goes down to my toes and it just keeps going until I pay attention to it. So I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but I find that interesting. Well, just listening to you, you already have your answer. Hmm. Right? It's true. It goes, because goes because somebody said, so we're already buying again into just <laughs> what because, somebody else said because maybe that person has not been able to tune into that because i can tell so i have so i'm a sacral manifesting generator right i have the sacral defined but i also have a spleen defined and okay. that is almost like a double authority because it's it's and I'm, I'm highly intuitive i have gate 57 and 
I just know. And sometimes it's spooky, damn it, you know, and I can definitely. And the thing is, so the oftentimes the so all this clinic gates, uh, we call them fear gates, right? And when especially, I mean, mean, they come off and sometimes these are just fears we have that doesn't necessarily mean it's a no, but we have to actually work through some of those fears because anytime you are stepping out of what's known and comfortable, you know, what is considered safe for the body, especially when you start to do something new and courageous, those clinic fears come up. That may not mean it's a no. That may just mean- It's just fear. It's fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's for us to feel those fears. It's kind of like, okay, let me slow down. Let me look at this part of myself, appreciate it. And because it could be, right, you're about to do something amazing, which was always your, it was on your vision board and it's about to manifest. And like, oh my <laughs> God. And all of a sudden you start to have all these fears and, oh my God, this thing is going to go wrong because, because deep inside, there's still this holding on to the past, you know, and, sure. and even yeah. be scared of success or because it's it's the unknown and hence it's not safe for the body. We have to actually give the body a little bit of love and attention. Like yeah. I hear you, I feel you, you're scared, you have the fear that this relationship is going to be the same as the previous one and you're scared. And because sometimes we push good things away just because we have that fear that, um, whatever that's clinic fears in that case, right? So, absolutely. Well, so that's fascinating that you go that direction because my whole platform is around embracing fear to to live in intentionally brave life. So, my book, mm-hmm. which you can see over my shoulder, yeah. is called F Fearless. What that means is we're not fearless. We're afraid. We have fear, but fear either owns us or empowers us. And the choice is ours. So what do we want to learn from it? What's the fear they're doing? What's it telling us? We can really learn a lot about ourselves if we investigate mm. our fear. And when, so I've been doing that for a decade, right? Mm. That's the whole platform for all of my stuff. Brave in Action is my weekly live show. Like I, it's all about, uh, you know, kind of tucking your fear in your pocket and making mm-hmm. brave choices anyway. And then two years ago, I discovered human design. Well, guess what? My spleen is directly connected to my throat. That's one of my channels. So I'm like, I'm here to talk about fear. Are you kidding me? Yeah, exactly. You are. Absolutely. Yeah. And of course, we have to always, that's why with anything, we can't be black or white. There are situations where that fear is saving our life. If there's a tiger chasing you on the road you yes. better run right and and there's certain things where people may push you into doing something like come on overcome your fear but your body is like no i don't want to bungee jump. Right. i don't want to do it that's not my thing you have to respect that right absolutely and it will feel differently yeah. and that's why i always find it so important to slow down and take a moment or a day or hours to mm. really be with the fear to that's why I love EFT tapping, for example. You have a fear come up, tap on it and see what's really behind. Yeah. Is it really your body telling you this is not for you? Or is it because, oh, when I was a child, my mom said this and this, and now I have the memory and that, you know, like that usually happens and we get clarity on like, yeah. oh, here I am just trying kind of unconsciously sabotaging my own desires that I actually want because it's just the unknown. I'm scared what's going to happen or it's too good to be true or whatever, right? That's right. Yeah. I and, mean, yeah, we want to know the difference between is this unsafe for me or am I hiding? Plus our bodies neurologically, fear mm. and excitement is exactly the same thing physiologically. It's what you attach to it mentally um, mm. that makes the difference. And so you want to investigate those things. But I definitely have that deep intuitive connection as well. Uh where I go and it's just, just a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago, I was out with my daughter. We take nighttime walks after dinner. Nice. He's a manifesting generator. Girl needs to go out on her scooter before bed and, and get that energy out. And we typically go this very specific route hmm. and we turned right out of our house and we were going, we got to the end of the block and I went, Mm-mm-mm. we're not going to go that way today. And she said, 
why she doesn't she's uh got that channel of unmet expectations she needs things to go down the way they're gonna she had planned for them to go down she doesn't like it Mm -hmm. if anything veers off that path and I said I know that this is frustrating for you I know that this is what you expected us to do but I I said my intuition is telling me Mm. for tonight it's not that it's unsafe space but right now for this moment for tonight this is not the direction we should go Mm. and I would like to turn around and I would go the other way and she was very upset and then she was worried like well what's why were you why were you scared what was the matter and I said I don't know what it was but it didn't feel like the right choice and Mm. it's important to listen to your intuition and and she was Mm. like okay she's like well sometimes I feel like I know things and I'm like I bet you do you should mm-hmm. listen, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's sometimes like life protecting us. Like you're meant to go here to meet a particular person or yeah. there's maybe something on the road that's blocking the road and you can't go any further. And without seeing it, you you intuitively know exactly. And and this I kind of what came up for me when you were talking. So first, yeah, you're really on the track, I mean, on the right track, right? Like, you're here to talk about intuition and and <laughs> exactly it's good that's who you are right so beautiful and so in the gene keys they have this saying it's safe to feel fear mm-hmm. or fear is safe i mean just feeling into that like fear mm-hmm. is safe yeah i love that so much because I, I mean, you also have 48, 50, 32, 18. So you have four spleen gates defined, right? So, you know, <laughs> you know, your share of fears. I have 57, 44, 50 and 32. I also I have different ones. I mean, we have a couple of the same, but I also have f- four and some several times. And as a child, I was a bundle of fear. Like, uh, mm-hmm. not not fun at all, right? And that's sentence fear is safe that was like a bomb to my soul you know because we always like we run away from our fears and then they manifest yeah. right that's right what we and resist persists right? yeah yeah and that has become my motto like what you resist persists um less is more slow, slowing down it's essential yeah. to quantum leaps right and i find everything back in the jinkies so fascinating because you know like I'm I love the combination of human design and gene keys and all these things that I have been like even before I knew about both of these human design and gene keys I've been talking about those things and then it's like ah this is so beautiful when you find that confirmation (laughs) and and like a such deep wisdom that an amazing person channeled or allowed to be a channel for right and put this out for the greater good of humanity so I just love that so much. So yeah, definitely you're you're right on track. You know what's also I kind of wonder. So looking at your conscious son, yeah, how was your relationship to your twenty six conscious son? Oh, what does it mean for you? Yeah, expand on that question for me a little bit. So because the twenty six, our conscious son is the essence of who we are every energy in your chart gets kind of filtered through this right yeah. for me it's listening mm-hmm. i'm here to guide people again very projectory energy right you do have very projector energy yeah yeah i mean it's my incarnation cross it's the right angle of the sphinx which mm-hmm. is all about it says like you're one of the greatest guides and it's like well but then i have to be a projector right that that's why i love this more looking in depth in the chart but um so the 13 is all about listening. You cannot guide people without listening, right? right. If you're not you listening can't. to people, yeah. we are like a, a guide in a way of like, I'm caring about myself and not about the greater good of everybody else. So you have the 26. The 26 is all about integrity. Yeah. And it's also about the love of selling. Yeah. <laughs> Which so, is wild. Yeah, especially you could be like, well, I'm a projector. I need to be invited to say, but you actually, with that energy in your son, it's a more outgoing, when you are really believing in something that you love, you yeah. are actually, when you have the intuitive faith, you're, de- you're designed to 
reach out to people, share them your excitement and enjoy selling. Absolutely. And I, my, my mom and my, even my ex-spouse, everybody would say that if I was excited about something, I could sell you anything. It wouldn't matter what it was, you know, in the early 2000s, when I got my first Palm Pilot, Mm. I can sell you a Palm Pilot. If, you know, this new drink I'm drinking, if I'm excited about it. So the one three is like, I have this new thing. I have to tell you about this new thing. It's so exciting. Um, and I don't mind. I just kind of joke that uh, I could, I could sell lots of things as long as my leads are qualified, like just, mm. you know, getting in front of the right audience is really key for me. Um mm. But yes, selling doesn't scare me. That's I don't have any fear of that. Um, it doesn't put me off, but it does have to be aligned. I, I have to deeply believe in what it yeah. is that I'm promoting. Um, I just won't, you know, years and years and years ago, somebody tried to get me involved in an MLM mm. a makeup skincare line. And I decided to try the product and that was really, mm. if I loved it, I'd be willing to give it a go. I was at the time I was going through a divorce and, you know, single momming mm. of a bunch of kids. And I instantly just did not like the way the skincare product felt on my skin. And I called mm. her and I, and I said, I know you love this, but I cannot sell this because I don't like the way it works for me. So I have mm. to have that integrity piece and everything I do as a coach as a speaker, as a podcaster, as a writer, everything that I quote unquote sell is something I have firsthand experience with that mm -hmm. I know makes an impact and makes a difference. Um, and I have been through this. I've, I've burned my life to the ground. I have transformed. Mm -hmm. I have shown up in a different way. And so when I speak those truths out, I think people can tell. Mm -hmm. they, they automatically know. So that integrity piece is is really key. Um, that doesn't mean I love cold calling. I don't, it doesn't, I don't want to knock on doors, but I can, mm. you know, I'm a, I'm an activist as well. And um, mm. if there's a political candidate that I'm supporting, yeah, I'll knock on doors. Like we'll do what mm. we need to do to get the job done. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of love that conscious son 26. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I love it. It's, it's a really beautiful energy. Cause one of my previous coaches, she's a, her name is Holly. She was on my podcast too. She's a sales and messaging coach. And she has also mm -hmm. the 26 in her conscious son. She's a manager, but, uh, it's again the same thing. It, it, and you being a projector, like if you have this box belief of like, okay, I have to wait to be invited to do anything, like, you're going to block living out your conscious son in a way. Right. But that's exactly. And I have to tell you, like, I don't have the 26, but I have the 44. So I tend to attract right. people with 26 a lot. Uh, my partner has it. Yeah. Too. And we, yeah. yeah we, we, we connect the channel. Lead each other. <laughs> Latch on to each other. <laughs> and um, I, I have had the same experience also with MLMs. You know, I've probably tried three or four before and it was always the same thing that, the product was okay, but I was like, well, it's not that I'm that passionate about it that I want to like mm -mm. sell it to people because I'm not buying it all the time and stuff like that. Right. And actually recently I had a different, or I'm currently having a different experience because I got this thing called Healy, which is like a microcurrent frequency device. And that I got from a different intention. I was like, I want this thing for myself. Yeah. Do you care. love it? I have clients who use it and I have curiosity about it. I'll admit that. Yeah. I, I mean, when you were talking, I was like, I need to share it with you. And I was like, I want her to be on my team. But it's those things, right? Everything. So one of my friends, the, the same friend that introduced me to human design, she actually had had the Healy for two and a half years. And it's a German company on top of it. I'm German, right? So I'm a little bit biased maybe, but no, I absolutely freaking love it. I think it's <laughs> next level and we don't even know how powerful it is yet. I mean, if you, we could talk about this now for three hours, oh. which we're not going to go into. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's a gift kind of like human design, you know, in, okay. in a different way. And um, the whole company, they are so damn in integrity. Like recently there was a webinar where they introduced a new feature and, 
they were going to charge a small fee for it and people were pissed and they were like, okay, they're always listening to the people. They don't want to really like do anything that doesn't feel good and right. And that's like, we're going to hold back with that. And I've seen other companies now that I use for my business and they don't seem to care. Even if you're a loyal customer, oh, we're just changing this now. Even though when you signed up, we promised you this is going to be included and now we're going to make it paid. Like with this company, Healy, like everything is so an integrity plus they all talk about human design. Everybody in there is about human design. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, by the way, the biggest leaders there are projectors. There's some amazing, amazing, incredible women. Um, they're all projectors. And it's such a supportive community. It's all about the new world of working less, letting it be easy, yeah. let yourself be supported. Plus, this this device is incredible. I mean, it's it's literally like... And I, when I did it, I was like, I just want to try it out for myself. And then it started to tell itself. I'm not really yeah. like heavily promoting it. I'm just talking about it whenever it comes. Like right now, it just happened to me. Yeah, right now. I'm like, well, you're selling it well. well we could talk about <laughs> it later. You could. I've never seen one in person. I've never been able to try one. And I, mm -hmm. I think that would help me. Yeah. Um, I, but I love, I love all of it. I love all the modality. I love all the things I, I want to like dive headfirst into all of it and explore it. We it's again, human design gives us language for this, but I've known forever. My partner is like, she knows a little bit about everything, very surface level. Mm. She wants to know just enough to have a casual conversation at a cocktail party. And if I don't want to know about it, I don't care. I don't want to know about it. But if I do want to know about it, I need to know everything about it. I like oh, jump yeah. in and I want to swim around in it yeah. and then shout it from the rooftop. Yeah. So it, it's really funny when you see that reflected in your mm -hmm. chart. Um, so yeah, let's, let's, I'm curious. We can talk about it. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> you see what happens on these podcast episodes when we don't plan it all out. <laughs> I know, right? So, no, and of course, I mean, you're a one three profile and you have the 48 in your chart, right? Which is also this, like, you need, you go into the depth of things, you do the research and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, I love that. Do you have any, any question about your chart? Anything where you're like, I want to know more about that? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like I've, there's always something new to explore with my chart. Um gonna pull it up I don't know yeah I don't know how to ask this question well let me see. so I do a pretty good job of not pushing myself on other people of waiting for the invitation I didn't when I was younger I had to learn mm. that as an adult um and not seeking validation the only area where I really struggle with it is my children Mm. And so I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. And if any of you out there are listening our parents, and I think it comes from, uh, you know, they're, they're growing and they're doing all their own things and I want them to, but I, I also, I want to know, I want to know that, that they think I'm doing a good job and that, that they still need a mama. And mm. so I seek it, which drives them crazy and pushes them further out. That's probably the only area where I feel like there's a, there's got to be something to help me unlock <laughs> this. Mm. So you you feel like that you need the validation from your kids to reaffirm that you're a good mom? Yeah. Is that crazy? Mm. No, I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. Right? <laughs> That's true. So when you were growing up as a child, did something like this happened with your mom the other way around or were you not oh yeah my feel... mom des desperately needs validation and it's painful to be on the other end of it so I try to remind myself that my kid I don't want to put my kids through that <laughs> yeah so because this is not even I, I feel like not even much of a human design this is more like we tend to repeat what our parents did unconsciously even like just seeking mm. love so in a way, That's you are like loving your mom by kind of modeling that to some extent as well, if that makes sense. Mm. That's deep. That's deep thought right there. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, when you came up with this, I was like, this is not something in your human design chart. This is more okay. like, I mean, of course, I could look at your kids' kids' 
kids charts and all know, these right? kind of things as well right and and you have i mean look you have the 37 which is all about it's a tribal energy the 59 it's all about you know sustainable relationships mm -hmm. you have gate 50 lots of mama bear energy right and of course you you have a very open design right i do so you have only three three centers defined and just an undefined world center right which this is actually a thing so when you have the conscious sun at an undefined center which you have right the 26 comes right. the world center. isn't that fascinating yeah yeah it tends to be i want to say a bigger growth opportunity i think that sounds better because it can be a bigger challenge in the beginning as well right because the center yeah. itself is undefined and the the will center is about self-worth so you're constantly trying to prove yourself so and I, I think of course that now with that in conjunction with what i said about your mom yeah. i think that's really the magic sauce you have to really dive into the oh. deconditioning of your will center because it's this what the will center is really here to tell us is like you're worthy just because you are because you exist it doesn't matter like what you yeah. do or how many times you cook fancy meals for your kids or buy them the shoes that they want and you know so and and by the way i can relate a little bit to what you're saying myself you know yeah. and I have, I have a defined i have a defined world center you know yeah i always try yeah. to like compete with my i try not to to be honest but what my ex-husband is providing to my daughter and i feel like oh sure. you know to kind of be at the same token with that but i have to remind myself that um it's not just buying things for her that make me a good mom you know it's actually yeah. quite the opposite like really teaching her good life skills and stuff but yeah it's yeah just look at the the world center like maybe maybe next time this is showing up first of all just be aware because to transmute the shadow yeah. you just have to understand it it's not about there's nothing that has to be fixed first of all it's like ah here i am um, I feel this urge to prove myself and just be with that. And then you can, you can kind of, you can even tell your kids, be honest about it. I, I feel like right now I need to prove that I'm a good mom. You know, yeah. truth is yeah. always what sets us free. I believe I'll do some tapping, EFT tapping on that. I know I do a lot of EFT tapping around it. Mm. It is just a really interesting journey to be in, especially now that we've entered for most of my four, four kids and my oldest is almost 19 and my youngest is 10. Mm. And as we're transferring from the phase of life where we have to actively parent to mm. becoming just an active guide because they have to do the rest of the work on their own. They're not learning things from me as a parent anymore um, that letting go I feel like you know they don't talk about that they the the experts the people they don't talk about we talk about what it's like to have babies and toddlers and how busy we are and how much we lack sleep but they don't talk about how difficult the letting go is and mm -hmm. we redefine who we are mm -hmm. right like yeah who we are to ourselves, who we are in the world, who we are to them, and how that shifts and changes. And it's um, it's quite a metamorphosis. It's a really interesting thing to be experiencing. Mm, yeah. And I, I also think, I guess, parents, is a, it's our biggest job, right? We grow so much and we get so we get so much triggers. So in a way, I invite you to see everything with your kids right now. That's the gift for you. That's yeah. the gift to also even further deeper tap into your conscious sun magic, you know, Thank because you. it's that it's, it is, it is more challenging. So they're here to actually help you work through that. Plus mm. it's also you healing it right at an energetic yeah. level will help your mom as well. That's also a big gift. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's such a gift. Thank you. I wasn't anticipating that gift today. Awesome. Yeah, I love how this like you put me on the spot. I was like, what if I don't know what to say? <laughs> <laughs> because I was first literally like, with human design, there's nothing in the chart. But I guess then it came that this like yeah. conditioning piece was so important. Um wonderful. Well, I could talk to you forever, 
obviously. So I would love for you to share how people can get in touch with you. Where can they find you? Yeah, for sure. Thank you for that. Um, the easiest way to find all of my links is by going to vickeryandco.com slash social. So you can find me on Instagram or threads, TikTok, uh, you can find my email, newsletter, all that good stuff. My weekly live show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Central, I do a weekly live show. And for those um, of you who are kind of lit up a little bit by what you heard me say, if it resonates with you, um, we are currently accepting applications for the September cohort of the incubator. And don't let applications scare you. It just tells me that you're interested. And then we have a one-on-one -on -one call. So there's no, uh, there's no commitment to apply. But if you feel like this idea of learning to come home to yourself and belong to yourself is a foundation that you'd like to build up. Maybe that's a good fit for you. Maybe we were here at the same time uh, for one special reason. So, but either way, come in and hang out. I love to chat. Send me a DM on Instagram. Um, join the live show. And if you are a fan of Annalena's, then I think we're going to get along really well. Um, and I would love to chat with you. Awesome. And what, what's the start date for the incubator? The first date is September 6th. The Wednesday. We mostly meet on Wednesdays. There are a couple of days because of holidays and a travel that mm -hmm. shift, but mostly it's Wednesdays. Um, and of course, everything's recorded, but you always want to try and come live if you can. But yeah. it's going to be amazing. Small, awesome. um, intimate cohort of, of folks. Awesome. Um, I'm going to make sure to drop all your contacts in the show notes. And then before I let you go, I want to ask, now I'm going to put you in the spot. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, just like one final nugget of wisdom, you know, for the listeners, like one mm. important. Yeah. Um, I think the message that I would most want people to just really, really resonate with is you're not broken. There's nothing for you to fix about yourself. The opportunity is is just to learn how to work with yourself, to trust yourself and the world will resonate with that. You are, mm. you are not broken. I promise. I love that. Yes. It's about acceptance, right? Yes. So thank you for being here. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was. Thank you for having me. It was such a treat. Yeah. And thank you everybody for listening. As always, thank you for being here and I'm excited to be with you all on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.